Your goal is to push the company forward, just like everyone else in the room. Okay. Aim for that respectfully and stay engaged the whole time. So you stay a valuable member of the company. If you ask a question and they addressed it earlier in the, in the meeting, I mean, you're going to look like a dummy. So don't do that. Stay engaged, stay respectful, stay on top of it, stay listening, and then ask a question or make a point or speak up if you think it's going to help them. Welcome to Management Material. My name is Katherine Vanderlaan. I started my career at the bottom as an assistant and worked my way up to become the boss's boss in eight years. And man, I love management. If there's anything I've learned, it's that what got you to where you are now won't get you to where you want to be. This is a podcast for top performers who also want to be amazing managers. I've coached lots of talented people into their dream jobs as managers. I challenge the way they see the world and say what they don't necessarily want to hear. You see, management is all about leadership. The best managers were leaders long before they had any direct reports. Management material is all about getting you from where you are now to that coveted seat in the corner office. Let's turn you into management material. Welcome to Management Material Episode 25, Speak Up in Meetings. It is the end of October. Can you believe it? I'm excited. It is Halloween is just around the corner. We are transitioning gears at Saver Street now that it is November. So we've been focusing a lot on career stuff, September and October. And now we're going to transition a little bit because I don't just do career coaching, but I also do financial coaching. So in November, December, and January, in that kind of quarter, it's not a real quarter, but it's like a fake quarter. It's three months anyway. We are going to be focusing a little bit more on financial coaching and pushing that and uh, building that up at Saver Street. So I kind of take it in sprints of either two or three months. That's not a real sprint for anybody who's in, in technology. I understand that, uh, but that's kind of just the language I'm using. So I, I take it in, in little sprints and focus on one thing and then another, because who really can focus on one thing at, a, at more than one thing at a time? So, so I am still going to have this podcast. I am still doing career coaching. That's what the aspiring managers group coaching is for. And I still take individual coaching for career coaching, things like that. But we're going to be focusing a little bit more on building out financial coaching and getting people solid on solid financial footing. A lot of times the holidays will expose that anyway. So that's a little bit of behind the scenes of what I'm doing. But in this podcast episode, we are going to focus on speaking up in meetings, why it's important, what, how to do it, what to say, how not to do it, and really focus on the fact that you should have a voice. You're in the company for a reason. You are working for a reason. You have a different perspective and you should have a voice. So how to have a voice and how to speak up in meetings. In my first full-time job out of college, I was the editorial assistant for a department of around 40 people. And what that meant was I took everyone's drudge work. I sat in a lot of meetings. I took notes. I also was the 
kind of executive assistant for our vice president. And I also, I took it on myself to standardize a few things to make my job easier. I don't know about you, but I really love to make my job easier. So standard standardizing things does that. You know, you create a template, you get everybody to follow it, and all of a sudden your job is, instead of wading through water, it's getting cups of water and deciding where those cups go. So that's what I did. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> back then I had no tact and you could see it all over my face. So, uh, so I'm very expressive and always have been, I've learned to change that just a little bit and, but not that much. So back then I had no control over what my face looked like. I wasn't one of those kids who sat in front of meetings to learn what my face looked like when it felt a certain way. I just never really did that. So, so I was in this job. I was sitting in a lot of meetings and my face was telling everybody what I thought. Could there be a worse scenario? I don't know. It's a good thing I was honest. So during one regular team meeting, I let the publisher for anybody in a, in a, a tech company, that role was a lot like a director or a group product manager. So, so he had a few people reporting to him and was in charge of a large portion of strategy and he ran meetings. So I let the publisher who was at least like four levels above me, maybe five, know what I thought of his plan and you know what he was saying with my facial expressions. I didn't mean to, I just didn't really control them. After a few weeks of this, it got to the point where he would stop the meeting and ask what I thought of the plan because I was being honest and everybody else knew how their face looked and then asked me if I could think of a better way, a better plan than what he was proposing. Now, can you, can you imagine being Five, you know, four or five levels below him being put on the spot and being asked if you have a bet, if you had a better plan. Most people, and I did the first time, I kind of crumbled and like tried not to cry. But after a while, I thought, well, if he's going to ask me that again, then I, I better speak up. So I came up with a plan. I was listening really hard every time, you I know, mean, I was taking notes. And The next time he asked me, you know, do you, do you think you have a better plan than this? Um, With a little bit of attitude, right? I spoke up and I told him, you know what? I, I may not understand everything that's going on um, and and all the different uh, things in play here, but what if we did it this way? And I would, I kind of lay out like a little, little plan. And within eight months, I was promoted to a project manager role. So I was, I was lifted out and I got to interview for my replacement. So here's my point. It might be intimidating, but there is so much benefit in speaking up in meetings. I, my success from going to an assistant to a project manager was due to the fact that I had no tact and, it, and you could see it all across my face. I haven't changed that much. Speaking up in a meeting is going to help the whole company. Companies are not run by one person. They are run by everyone who works there. And everyone who works there has a different perspective, sees different pieces of the puzzle, 
does different things and can help and provide different perspectives and give different input to different projects and plans. So don't be afraid to speak up. You have a very valuable perspective. You know what you're doing. You might not know what everybody else is doing, but you know what you're doing and you can suggest things. People aren't going to laugh at you. Now, let's talk about when to speak up and when not to speak up because you might not want to speak up in every meeting, okay? You can speak up in every meeting, but only when you have something valuable to contribute. So if if that man, if that publisher had asked me, do you have a better plan? And I said, you know, and I didn't have a better plan, then I would say, no, I don't. I would love to help you think of one, but I don't. But if I did have a better plan, I would just say it. Yes, actually. I think I'm seeing different pieces of this puzzle and I think I can help you with this. You might be able to save time, lead with the benefits. You might be able to save time or, you know, have whatever benefit it is if you do X, Y, and Z. Now, what do you see is wrong with that? Because I'm sure I don't see things the way that you do. If you want to be a people manager and you're currently struggling with a micromanaging or misguided manager or no recognition or visibility for the amazing work you're doing, you're unsure of your next step. Maybe you don't know how to network while remote or you don't know your blind spots. You don't know what's holding you back or you have a lack of confidence. Check out Aspiring Managers Group Coaching. We're starting a group just for people who are working to become people managers and need some guidance or mentoring to get there. Your manager isn't going to give it to you. You've tried. This group is called Aspiring Managers Group Coaching, and it's by application only. We only accept people we know we can help. If you're someone who has the drive to become a people manager, you're stuck and need some help figuring out your blind spots, apply now. My goal is to get the right people into management positions, people who care about people and will really make a difference in corporate America. If you're someone who needs to build confidence, communication skills, learn more and apply now at saverstreet.com backslash AMGC. That's saverstreet.com backslash AMGC. So that kind of response is in a meeting where it's welcome, or it should be. That publisher got used to me, <laughs> got used to me coming back with different plans and different suggestions, and he was okay with it. It's fine. Now, in, in different meetings, maybe in large team meetings, company-wide town halls, larger meetings, there are usually times where people can speak up ask questions, that sort of thing. If you have a valuable question that you think will be useful for other people as well as yourself, that's what you can ask. Some people, and you might have experienced this in in huge department meetings or all company meetings, they will ask questions that are only for a very small group of people. Those aren't the questions you ask in those large group meetings that doesn't make you look good. It doesn't make you look like management material. It makes you look like somebody who is only interested in yourself. Those ones I kind of keep to myself and I might ask my manager, but after the fact. 
But if you have questions around strategy or you have questions around ways that it will, it'll affect, you know, different things will affect the whole company or a large section of the company, then you can ask. If you disagree with somebody in a meeting, that is not the time, unless they're asking for it, unless they're asking for a debate or they're asking for other people's opinions and they haven't made their minds up, that is not the time to talk about what you disagree with. Now, if you're in that smaller, you know, smaller meeting, that's all about coming up with a plan that is collaborative. And the reason they're there is to hone a plan and and invite disagreements. Here's how you do it. Here's how you disagree. Respectfully, always saving face for the other person or the person you might disagree with. Succinctly, don't take a long time to make your point. Speak quickly and clearly and end by looking for that clarification about whether you missed a point or a piece of information that would make your point basically a bad idea or or a bad point. So your goal, every time, every time you speak up in a meeting, large meeting, small meeting, one-on-one, whatever it is, your goal is to push the company forward just like everyone else in the room. Okay. Aim for that respectfully and stay engaged the whole time. So you stay a valuable member of the company. If you ask a question and they addressed it earlier in the, in the meeting, I mean, you're going to look like a dummy. So don't do that. Stay engaged, stay respectful, stay on top of it, stay listening, and then ask a question or make a point or speak up if you think it's going to help them. Do not speak up. We're going to, so we, we just talked about speaking up and how to speak up respectfully and how to do it the right way. Here's how you do it the wrong way, or here's how you avoid doing it the wrong way. Don't speak up if you're only talking to make yourself look good. Don't speak up if you're only talking to get airtime. You know what? It won't work. Your goal, if your goal is to make yourself look good or to get attention, it's not going to be positive uh, unless you're pushing the company forward. You, if you're there to collaborate, great. If you're there to get attention for yourself, don't do it. Don't do it. Nobody wants that. You're wasting people's time. It won't look good. So pay attention. Stay on point and speak up only if you have something important to say that will help the company or help the group. That's it. I want to end, you know, I want to end by talking about your perspective and how valuable it is. I know I kind of touched on that earlier, but it is important. I don't care what your title is. I don't care if you are a QA, oh, associate QA, some something or other. I don't care if you are uh, an assistant. I I don't care what your title is, honestly. If you are the lowest person on the totem pole in that room or on the career ladder, I don't think it's kosher to say totem pole anymore. And I don't think it's kosher to say kosher. Anyway, it, it really doesn't matter what your title is. You have a valuable insight into different parts of the process and different parts of the company. 
And you can make the whole company better by by speaking up and sharing your perspective and your ideas. If your company is not receptive to that, find somebody in there who is. Your company is not a monolith. Not everybody thinks the same way. You can find somebody who's going to respect you for who you are, your perspective, and what you can bring to the table. Keep going. Change your tone if you need to, but keep going. Your voice is valuable. Speak up when you have something valuable to say, and your voice and your person will become more and more valuable to the company. The more valuable you are, the higher up in the career ladder, people will pull you. Okay? Okay. I hope that helped. I hope you have a great Halloween, um, a great All Saints Day, rest of your, you know, rest of October, beginning of November. And I can't wait to get into Thanksgiving mode and then into Christmas mode. All right. Talk to you soon, guys. This is Management Material. Thank you for listening to Management Material. If you like what you're listening to, please rate us on iTunes. I track those ratings like I tracked my GPA in college. And let me know what else you want to hear about. I'm an open book. I can't wait to see you in the next episode.